0: And it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Welcome listeners to episode 99 of the Two Vets Talk
1: Pets podcast, where too much talking about pets is barely enough. And I'm your host, Dr. Lewis Kirkham, and I'm not joined this week, as I usually am, by Dr. Robbie Anderson, but we thought we would give you something perhaps a little bit different. A little treat, shall we say, this week. For our long-time listeners out there, this will not be news for you. But for our first time listeners or those who are totally disconnected from the Australian veterinary profession, Robbie and myself recently emceed the inaugural and world's first, allegedly and until proven otherwise, veterinary charity ball at the San Remo Ballroom in Melbourne, Australia. It was a huge night and was all in support of the mental health of those who work in the veterinary industry. Vets, vet nurses and associated staff are notorious for not looking after ourselves and also each other. And the idea of the night was to raise money and also awareness of this issue in the veterinary profession. It was all the vision of one outstanding veterinary nurse, Sinead Greer, who had the idea only 18 months ago that she wanted to have such a function. It was a huge success with over 450 guests and $35,000 raised in support of the charities Love Your Pet, Love Your Vet and Flynn's Walk. As Robbie and myself were MCs for the function, we thought it'd be a great idea for us to run a red carpet style set of interviews, to discuss the issue of mental health amongst some of the guests. It's fair to say that as a profession, we seem to be very scared of the thought of an interview and at the sight of a microphone, and guests were scuttling away like cockroaches from the light as we approached to chat them. Nevertheless, we managed to corner some guests and their interviews will be the main focus of this episode. As usual, a big thank you to our sponsors, Zilkeen, the mild anxiety-lowering supplement that we can use for both cats and dogs, and also Delicate Care Food, which is Australian-made from Australian ingredients and great for those dog and cats which have food allergies. It's great to have these guys supporting the show, but they were also present on the night at the charity ball, supporting us directly and the mental health of the veterinary profession. So thanks very much, guys. Also, thank you to our Patreon supporters, We did actually meet a few of you on the night. You came up and said hello. You know who you are. It was fantastic. So thank you very much. Like I say, you are the intimate ones, which Robbie objects to, as he, I think he has visions of evening or bedroom attire when I say intimate. When in fact, I see you guys as the true listeners who know us best, the intimate ones. So thank you. Now we have a short word from our new sponsor, Gap Only Insurance and then get on with the interviews. Want to reduce your out-of-pocket vet expenses? With Gap Only, your pet insurance claim is assessed on the spot while you're still at the vet. You simply just pay the Gap and go. To find your closest Gap Only enabled vet or pet insurance partner, visit gaponly.com.au T's and C's apply. Visit gaponly.com.au for further information.
2: Well, Lewis, here we are. We, we, we never thought we'd make it. Here we are, the 2020 Veterinary Mental Health Charity Ball at the San Remo Ballroom in Carlton. How are you feeling, mate? Oh, uh,
1: Nervous, actually. Nervous, yeah. Bit, yeah. Bit,
2: a bit of a brown trouser moment, I think. <laughs> at the moment. Just, just to tighten the sphincter, mate. We've got a long night to go. We have got a long night to go. Because we're, we're emceeing this thing. We are, mate. We are. And... And how's the speech coming? You've been working on it? Oh, well, you sent me through the email about 20 minutes beforehand, <laughs> so that's great. Um, there's a hu- huge amount of people milling out out there, so we're going to try and talk to as many people as we can. Here's someone who, oh no, he's just sticking an Aaron Cheney ball in his mouth. Yeah, we'll have a we'll talk to him a second. Um, Lots but, of people I recognise, it's fantastic. It's going to be a huge night. I'm really looking forward to it. So, we're raising money for the Love Your Pet, Love Your Vet campaign, as well as other veterinary mental health aligned charities. Flynn's Walk
1: as well. Flynn's Walk, we're yes. money. And also, uh, there's one other charity that's slipped my mind, but we'll remember at the end of the night. Absolutely. Um, so it's, uh, it's just great I think to get so many vets and the vet industry together talking about mental health in such a fun environment. It's been, you know, we've
2: always known that it's been there and that it's been in the background and that it's a problem but it, it's always been something that's never been spoken about. Now it is, and thanks to Sinead, the um, the the organiser of the event, she has put together a huge event. Four hundred and fifty people are coming wow, here tonight, Lewis. That's huge. She has got sponsors. She's got silent auction items. There is so much. There's that a wine, wine, lucky dip, isn't there? Wine lucky dips. Yeah. There's raffles, all sorts of stuff. Um, so so this is, this should raise some serious coin to try and really make some improvements for the uh the the world of veterinary mental health and also raise some awareness too. Too, I think. Raising it's, it's awareness. Raising Because yep. the
1: number of people I mentioned, I'm seeing a mental health ball. Veterinary mental health, ball. they'll think, oh, is it the mental health of the animals? Yes, all right. But no, it's the mental health of us vets, isn't yep, it? That, absolutely. You know, we're four times more likely to commit suicide than the average population. Yes. So yep. it's about you know raising awareness. And when I tell people that, they're in shock. They don't realise that the amount of stress that vets are put under absolutely. is huge.
2: Especially vets that then need to be emceeing events for mental health as well. As, as, <laughs> as, as, a, as a, the, the waiter goes uh, past and... Reach Lewis for Gras an Ampere. amber Beer. beverage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, a little bit of amber valium there, Lewis.
1: All righty, right, better move on and make Let some interviews. Cheers, let's Oregon. go and do some interviews yeah. Lewis. let's Excellent. rock. Alright, fantastic.
2: Alright, so, so we're, uh, we're joined by Sinead, who's uh, organised this wonderful event at the 2020 Veterinary Mental Health Charity Ball. Sinead, how are you feeling?
3: Pumped but nervous, yeah.
1: That's the way to be, yeah. fantastic. You
2: look amazing tonight, Thank look fantastic.
1: Um, and the, and the, the room just looks fantastic too, really set it up well, looks, uh, look, looks just fantastic. P- perhaps um, something we could just ask you tonight, obviously you're a veterinary nurse, yeah. um, what things do you do to help you know, with your mental health, the, the stress of being a vet and, uh, and as we have a photo taken, special photo <laughs> yeah. shoot, um, what do you do for your, your mental stress at, stress at work? mental health at work or yeah, well just, uh, as far as dealing do with the stresses How do I do like? yeah
3: i go to the gym i yes. found that in probably the last 4 years um, and i practice a lot of i guess self care and self love and so i try and do something for myself each week although in the last 12 months it probably hasn't quite been like that but the charity ball has been something that i've wanted to do so i've actually really enjoyed it
2: and, uh, and, I mean, that's the th- you know, this is going to fill your bucket so much, Sinead, of being able to say this is, you know, and th- for what you've done to the indus- for the industry is absolutely brilliant. Is this the first time you've organized anything like this or were you an organized, like did you organize your dev ball or something like that at high school? Is this the first time you've ever cracked into the function organization world?
3: Yeah. 100%.
2: Yep. Well, good. You on. You've done great the first time. Next year, the Brownlow, I reckon. You've got oh. this sorted <laughs> I
3: don't know about that.
2: <laughs> and, uh, so, and how are you feeling
1: about your speech tonight?
3: Oh, I'll have to read it. And oh, I've that's worded okay. everyone up that I've
1: had to read oh, it. Oh, we're reading. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, we're good, reading ours good. too. Don't worry about yeah. it. No, no. But how are the nerves?
3: Yeah, like I was right, Well, right finishing it today, actually yes. I was good. definitely riding it today, <laughs> and my knees and my legs were shaking as I was riding it, oh, so wow. I was pretty nervous, because it means a lot to me, and as you said before, it fills my bucket because it makes me feel good that I've done this.
1: Yeah, good on a- you. A- as it
2: should do, Sinead, because this, this will go down as yeah, the first step for a lot of people as far as making a big difference. Uh, yeah, w- we couldn't be more prouder to be involved in it and when you when you got in touch with us, yeah. I mean we, we put in only a fraction of the work that you have, but seeing what you put here tonight, Sinead, well done, really well done.
3: Oh thank you. Fa- fantastic
2: thank effort you. and perhaps just one other question. Yeah.
1: Is there an aim that you want with the ball? Like when you set it up obviously it was for mental health in general, yeah. but do you have an aim specifically or or a general aim or, or anything yeah, like I,
3: that? I guess I wanted to signify the importance of everyone working together in I guess some people label it as a crisis which it probably is in the vet industry um, but I just wanted everyone to work together and I also wanted some like most of the people to look forward to something because it's always a really nice feeling to look forward to something and
1: and what a good event to yeah. look forward to as well it's fantastic yeah. it's going to be a great night
2: Lewis has really been looking forward to it you know he's <laughs> been <laughs> yeah. oh, no, I'm not, on I'm, on
1: not, on? I'm not your big public speaker guy that's Robbie
2: but anyway yeah. we're here well thank you you will me the same
3: no you, I'm sure you will
2: uh, well done, Sinead. Enjoy it. Thank you. So we're joined here with uh, with Big Pete, uh, Sinead's dad, at the uh, who's, who's doing some helping out. Pete, how busy Sinead been with the uh, the preparation for tonight?
4: Extremely busy, I'm very proud of her, she's uh, done a wonderful uh, effort and amazed, totally amazed. As a father, I'm very proud of her and uh, I don't know how she does what she does in her time that's available. So, I mean youth helps obviously, but you know. Youth is always, always
2: yeah. a key with this sort of thing, Pete. I would, did, did Have you had any experience in organising, has she learnt this from you, Pete? Like were you an organiser of events in your younger days?
4: No, apart from uh, some Rodian, but we won't go there, you know, for some uh, Rodian out there, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we will go there, bands, but no. <laughs> she's. Uh, well,
2: what, which rock band's there, Pete? Come on, let's let's delve a little bit deeper. Let, well, let's.
4: It was an all female um, rock band on f- f-
1: four non-blondes.
4: No, 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 no. Nah, no they right. were called Mother, and the late Josie Jason was the guitarist. Anyway. A cover band, <laughs> but we travelled the North Coast and it was great. Five tours and I behaved myself the whole time.
2: You look like an exemplary human being, Pete, so I'm sure that you would have been. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I, I I behaved myself very much, so uh, it was good.
2: And more importantly tonight, who, who, who are you dressed by?
4: Who am I dressed by? Yes. Rose, Rose
1: DiGilio. Oh, very nice. Rose DiGilio. There we go. That's you look fantastic, mate. Give us a bit of a twirl.
2: Great. And, and, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, thank, oh, thank you very you, much. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I'm dressed by and, myself. And, and we we'll, we'll look forward to waving at you later on when it's time for uh, everyone to work out where they've got to get their prizes from, Pete.
4: Will do, yes, yes. I uh, Apparently I'm in charge of all that, so on the numbering system. Fantastic. Good all on right, you, Pete. Thank Have you very much. Have a good much. night. Yeah, Thanks, Pete. you, guys. Nice to talk to you.
2: Right, we're joined here by Ashley, one of the vet nurses from the veterinary surgery out in, uh, out in Warrandyte. It works along with Sinead, who's organised the event. Um, Ashley, what do you do in order to try and help to keep your mental health in check?
3: Um, I take a lot of, when I get home, I do try to de-stress a little bit. I actually am very lucky that I live out in um, King Lake on a beautiful farm. And I do a bit of horse riding, spend a lot of time with my animals. And yeah, that seems to yeah calm me down after a big stressful day. <laughs>
1: Fantastic, and also apparently you're one of the dancers tonight. Is that right?
3: I am. I am one of the dancers. We're dancing with Bronze Entertainment tonight. I'm very excited. And,
2: and you got a special feather bow for Robbie. Is that right?
3: I sure do. Can't wait to see you in it. Oh, excellent!
2: I've been working on my jazz hands all week, Ashley. It, it should be great. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> It'll be amazing. Fantastic. Have a great night. Thank you so much, guys. You too.
5: Moss Siddle.
1: Very good, Moss Siddle. Fantastic. Fantastic, Moss. Oh, yeah, very, very nice. nice uh, great to join you. You're a vet from the Dandenong Rangers. Oh, yeah. And uh, and you're here tonight. Um, what, how do you cope with um, with the stresses of the job? What what do you do to look after your own mental health?
5: Well, I'm lucky because uh, I have a practice manager that I can bounce ideas and uh, stressful situations off. Uh, but for my own personal mental health, I play squash with my mate Campbell here. Yes, yes, on a weekly basis we uh, we go and play squash, and then we have a few drinks afterwards, and uh, we uh, chew the fat together. Uh, just a couple of blokes sitting in a car park in on <laughs>
1: Fa- <laughs> Fantastic. Sa- sa- sounds great. So-, <laughs> so, so tell us, Ross, wh- what's he like on the squash court? You beat him?
4: Uh, w- uh, even, 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 even. Oh, uh, slightly, but we have close matches. Yeah, yeah, we have, we have close games. Injuries nowadays so <laughs> at our age. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, we all do it. Two three
4: weeks without an injury. we're we're all getting a bit old. All right, and then we talk too much about it and go. Oh, I hurt my calf. Or my <laughs>
1: and do you know the? Um, do you notice the mental health and the stress in, in your mate at all? Like uh, when he's had a, a difficult day at work at all?
4: No, no, he's really he's really good. So and wh- and what we do is enough of a relief. So we just have a chat after we have after we run around, our, run ourselves ragged and sweat ourselves into a into a little pool of. <laughs> water but, but after that it's
5: quite yeah we, we just uh, sit around and have a chat and then we go to mackers. <laughs> I'm one of the sponsors here tonight and uh, what I'm doing for mental health for other vets is that uh, I've produced a platf- platform of software that people can use in their own practice to do telemedicine so that uh, gives vets better lifestyle and gives them a better income so
1: oh fantastic how long has that been running
5: MediChat And uh, it's in testing at the moment. It will be commercially available from May. It's due to be launched at the uh, ABA National Conference this year. People can use it in their own practice. And like I say, they can do consults from a cafe at home, watching their kids play sport. They can do uh, video consults and uh, they can negotiate with their employers to do uh, a better salary, have a better salary and a better better lifestyle.
2: The future is here, Lewis. Telemedicine. The future is here. Telemedicine. Exactly. Excellent. Very good. And what was the name of that company again? Medichat. Medichat. Have a keep an eye out for Medichat, people. Good on you. Fantastic. Thanks Moss. Thank so we're joined with George and Anna, um, uh, where do you guys work?
3: So I work at Second Chance Animal Rescue Fantastic. and I work at Forest Hill Veterinary Hospital.
2: Ah terrific, and what brought you guys here tonight?
3: Originally, I saw it pop up on Facebook and I just saw it um, definitely the public and I think people in the industry need to be a bit more aware of mental health problems because it's something that's really common and there's really high suicide rates in the industry um, so I felt like I wanted to support a really good cause and um, Anna's one of my best friends and we work in the industry together so I th- uh, yeah let's go. Why
2: Fantastic. not have a night in town you yeah, having some drinks and dinner? Oh absolutely why uh, not? And so with you working at the Second Chance Animal Rescue and how I mean obviously that's going to be a pretty high, like that's that's really at the pointy edge really as far as um, stressful aspects within this industry. How do you deal with the, the stresses that you come about, come about against uh, in your job?
0: So we have a really, really good team and a really good support system. Um, so the CEO of Second Chance Animal Rescues ensures all the staff. Um, are supported especially on the mental health side of things we know that we can always talk to each other we have um, discussions all the time especially when hard cases come in and things like that um so yeah just really well supported by a really really good team
1: and and then on a personal level how do you cope with your mental health when you get home after a busy day or a stressful day how do you cope at home with it
0: i cuddle my dog (laughs) yeah that's really
1: cool we're getting a lot of that yeah cuddle the dog walk the dog yes yeah yep and how about yourself
3: I have a hot bath. Yeah, nice. I like to just wind down, relax, listen to music. I like walking as well. Anything involving animals, even if it's, you know, obviously we're with animals all day. But yes. I feel like I just need to get away from people. So I find that being with animals really helps outside of work as well.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, thanks so much for having a chat tonight, ladies. Thanks a <laughs> guys. Have a good Thank night. You so Thank,
3: you. Thank you so much. Thank you.
2: We're joined here with Kate and Tanya from Zebra Vet. Zebra Vet's a, uh, a veterinary wholesaler company. What have you guys done to help to uh, bring this event ab- uh, about today? Who's going to be first? Go on. You're both looking at each other.
3: Go well, go we're a gold sponsor of
2: tonight. Uh, ah, thank you very much so, for your support, guys. That's and we amazing.
3: Brought, uh, Mr. Zed along for the festivities tonight as well.
2: Mr.
1: Zed. Mr. Zed, the zebra, the yes. inflatable giant uh, zebra. He's
3: inflated now. I don't know if he'll stay inflated all night. Uh, is, a, is
2: there a certain thing there? Uh, is there a certain weight limit? Because I know Lewis has been on it off all night <laughs> thinking, can can I can I ride this baby home to
3: you? Um, look, I'll be very surprised if it lasts the whole night. <laughs> oh really? Honestly. Has
2: he got a lot of patches
1: on him? Has he from previous oh, functions?
3: He's, he's like, he would have to be maybe number twelve. Number,
2: number twelve? <laughs> oh, so you go through them? Oh, <laughs> oh, God, yes. oh, so don't patch him up and put him out is there half again. Of, is half of your warehouse just full of blow up zebras? <laughs> um, flat. Quarter, maybe a quarter. A quarter, <laughs> a quarter, okay. Right, that's right. Um, so, so what do you guys do to help to uh, deal with your mental stress? Yo, how do you guys you know, de- detox after a hard day?
4: How do I detox after a hard day? Yeah. Uh, generally, I sometimes do yoga. Excellent. Yes. Sometimes I meditate and yep. or I exercise. I often take the dog for a walk. Fantastic.
1: We're getting a bit of a theme there, aren't we? There's a bit of <laughs> exercise that people do and taking the dog for a walk a big theme that follows through.
3: Yeah, same. I go home to my cats and give them the cuddle and... Do a bit of walking, clear my head. Yeah, always, excellent. Yeah, always me time, good me time. Yeah,
2: fantastic. Oh, great. Brilliant. So uh, so ZebraVet, if your vets aren't using ZebraVet, find out why they're not. Uh, thank you very much for being gold sponsors for tonight, guys. Good on you. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. <laughs> So, so we're joined here with uh, with Jack and his mum, Kelly. Jack, who's uh, one of the founders of Flynn's Walk. We're going to be interviewing Jack later on. Jack, how are you feeling for, uh, for tonight? How good is it seeing this place set up and for such a worthy cause? Oh,
3: it's awesome. I, I've literally only just walked in and already I'm blown away. Um, yeah, a bit nervous. I have to get up and talk again, which I'm slowly getting used to talking. In front of groups, but um, hopefully they'll black out the rest of the room, or black us out. I don't know which is the better or worse option. It, it takes a bit
1: of time to get used to talking, doesn't it? As we're finding, like you know, yeah. like we do the podcast, microphones all the time, but still
2: we get a little bit of a sweat up when it comes out. Yes, definitely.
3: I'll be looking forward to that. And if you need a sweat towel, let me know. And we'll
2: get going up, <laughs> but, um, Cheers, mate. Thank you. I, I, I wouldn't want to use a sweat towel after Lewis has finished with it, uh, though, Jackie, because I think uh, I think it's going to be pretty sweaty. Um, but uh, Kelly, uh, Jack's mum is here as well. Um. How proud are you of Jack with what he's doing in the memory of his mate Flynn?
3: Well, I'll cry if I tell you.
4: <laughs> it's
2: yeah. amazing what he's done, isn't it?
4: Very, yeah. very proud.
2: Yeah. yeah
4: no, no, I shouldn't have. You shouldn't have <laughs> asked me that question. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, so I, I couldn't have been. I couldn't be any more proud yeah. than what I am. A, of. You
2: know. a, a, a brutal question, but um, h- how good is it seeing everyone here for this cause, though?
4: Oh, it's amazing, and I'm so glad we can be part of this content going on forward since we lost Flynn and you know that Jack's just and all these guys are just continuing to um you know help with mental health in the vet industry it's amazing so yeah
3: I'm very proud
2: terrific good on you Kelly and Jack we'll see you up on stage soon mate
3: thanks boys and good luck I know you'll smash it
1: And smash it, we did. That last interview was with Jack Levitt from the charity Flynn's Walk, which is being held again this year in Williamstown on Sunday the 3rd of May. The walk is open to everybody, not just those in the veterinary industry, And of course, dogs are welcome. You can find out more information about Flynn's Walk by searching for Flynn's Walk on Facebook. So that's apostrophe S uh, on Facebook. Just do a search and you can find it there. All advice on this show is general in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us please let us know if we have missed anything. Now, I, I know I did say it was going to be a whole a charity ball uh, podcast, but um, but there was a press release that came out just uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before um, about the detection of low level of COVID nineteen virus in a pet dog. It's a press release from the government of Hong Kong Special Administrative Region, and I also thought it was really important. I thought a lot of listeners out there are probably, you know, maybe you've got a handle or been reading in the newspaper that um, that there has been an instance where a pet dog has been identified, uh, detected a low level of coronavirus or the COVID-19. So I did want to just discuss that a little bit with you guys and what the latest is from, you know, as of 29th of February 2020. I'll read a bit from the, the press release. It says a spokesman for the Agriculture, Fisheries and Conservation Department, this is in Hong Kong, said today, that's February the 28th, that a pet dog, so that's yesterday, a pet dog has been Tested weak positive to COVID 19 virus. The uh, AFCD, that's the Agriculture, Fisheries and Conservation Department, received a referral from the Department of Health on February 26. So three days ago, that a dog of a patient, so that's a human patient, infected with COVID-19 disease virus, will be handed over to the department. Staff of the department picked up the dog from a residential flat at Tai Hung in the evening, that's an area in Hong Kong obviously, on the same day, and sent the dog to the animal keeping facility the Hong Kong port of Hong Kong zhuhai Macau Bridge oral nasal and rectal samples were collected for testing of covid 19 virus the nasal and oral cavity samples were tested weak positive to covid 19 virus the dog does not have any relevant symptoms the above dog is the only dog under quarantine at animal keeping facility at the hong kong port of hong kong there are no other animals using the said facilities staff of the department will step up cleansing and disinfect disinfection of the animal keeping facility At present, the department does not have evidence that pet animals can be infected with COVID-19 virus or can be a source of infection to people. And that's really important. It it doesn't mean at all at this stage that dogs are catching the human coronavirus or that they're giving it to people. The department will conduct close conduct close monitoring of the above dog and collect further samples for testing to confirm if the dog has really been infected with the virus or this is a result of environmental contamination of the dog's mouth and nose. Repeated tests will be conducted for the dog and it will only be returned and it will be only returned to the owner when the test result is negative. So that's a really important thing that, that they're saying there. They, they're not sure if the dog's just perhaps licked something or the infected owner has sneezed or coughed on or around the dog and then the COVID's got into their nasal, into their oral cavity, into their mouth, and then also gone into the nose. Or maybe they've sniffed something. Obviously, dogs are big sniffers. They've sniffed something where the human patient... Um, has touched and there's COVID-19 virus on that object and they've sniffed that or chewed it um, and then it's gone into the dog and that's essentially what they're swabbing is just that virus being present in the dog. The thing we don't know is whether the virus has af- actually amplified or it gets in the dog and it's infected the dog and then it's become amplified in the dog. has increased in, in amount and quantity and the only way we'll know is you know over the next 14 days while they continue the testing. The spokesman said to ensure public and human health, the department strongly advised mammalian pets of patients confirmed to have been infected with COVID-19 virus to be put under quarantine by the department. That's a huge undertaking. The pets will be delivered to the designated animal keeping facilities of the department for quarantine and veterinary surveillance of 14 days. Samples will be collected for testing of COVID-19 virus as appropriate. The spokesman reminded the pet owners to maintain good habit of hygiene and wash their hands thoroughly with soap or alcohol sanitizer after contacting pets. Pet owners shall wear wear masks while going out. If there are any changes in the health condition of the pets, advice from veterinarians should be sought as soon as possible. So I guess, you know, if yes, they're saying if you're in the Hong Kong region and you have um, someone in your house who has COVID-19, the coronavirus... Um, you should take your pets to the, the quarantine uh, facility uh, and contact the Agriculture Fisheries and Conservation Department. I guess does this mean that that your dog can catch the human COVID-19 uh, virus? At this stage, we don't really know. It, it, it still appears like a no um and certainly uh, we don't want to create any further hysteria or panic in the situation um it's quite highly likely that that dogs uh, that dogs cannot catch the covid-19 um and as i said it may have eaten something or sniffed something that the human had contaminated with covid-19 and then it's passed um you know into the dog's oral cavity and that was detected um by the by the nasal and oral swabs I guess, you know, we don't want to create any, I don't want to create any hysteria here on Two Vets Talk Pets, um, but it's just something that's in the media. Um, and so we thought we should be out there um, trying to set the record straight a little bit that it shouldn't create mass hysteria that everyone gets rid of their pet dogs if you've, you know, if you you um, if are in a COVID-19 area or even if you're concerned about COVID-19. Certainly at this stage, everything indicates that pets and cats or pets including dogs and cats cannot transmit um, covid-19 the human coronavirus um, to to other humans but as i said this is a, this is as of the 29th of february where i'm recording this um, and things could change in the future we will certainly keep try and keep you up you, updated here as much as we can at two vets talk pets so uh, click the subscribe button um, and send us in any questions you may have so, look, that wraps up this week's episode. And stay tuned next week when we celebrate our 100th episode. Oh, I can't believe it. it's amazing. What a ride it's been. And this will be a special episode as Robbie has said that he'll be doing a nudie run around the block in celebration. Uh, this does make me a little bit thankful, though, that we are a podcast and not a YouTube channel. And it also reminds me to put a letter into the neighbours' letterboxes to keep their blinds closed and to avert their gaze should they meet him during this celebratory run. Of course, we also love questions. And we do have one from Giles and Maddie, which is queued up in the rack for next week. But if you guys have any questions out there or comments... Um, or any thoughts uh, on, on how to make the ball a better, uh, a better charity function in the future, then please drop us a line. You can find us at twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. And, of course, we are on uh,
0: Instagram and on Facebook. Alrighty, guys. We'll see you next week. Scratch you later. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter,